peace and blessings family it is the ratchet righteous goddess herself them chakras make sure you follow the podcast anywhere you can find a podcast at d-e-m-c-h-a-k-r-a-s make sure you follow me on instagram for your motivational minute each and every weekday at d-e-m-c-h-a-k-r-a-s and make sure you follow me over there on twitter where you receive way more ratchet than you ever would righteous at d-e-m-c-h-a-k-r-a-s family if nobody has told you today please let me be the first to say that i like you and i love you and family we have a guest back in the safe space for i think this is her third time second or third um but every time she graces this space it is an amazing time one of my favorite people um she's my yin because i'm her yang and we be cutting the fuck up when we're together um i have tanisha brianna in the building queen poison but before we get there I want to highlight a black ass business this week because, um, you know, I love black businesses and all that they do. And I actually want to highlight our guest. So I'm going to put her on the spot and let her introduce herself and also introduce her brand and her business and the two books that she has written and her most recent book, Layers, which is probably one of my favorite books of poetry that I own. Like I own it like it's mine. And she signed it. Y'all jealous, I know. Um, <laughs> beautiful. Can you introduce your business, your brand, and your book for us, please? My name is Tanisha Brianna. I am the embodiment of Sunday dinners at your grandma's house and forehead kisses from your mama. Poo, um, period, poo. <laughs> You know, I'm just warm and fuzzy on the inside. There's a lot of love over here. Yes. I am an author of two books of poetry, Naked and Layers, both available on TanishaBrianna.com for signed copies, or you can go to Amazon.com and just search Tanisha Brianna to get those because they ship it via Prime, so you can get it, you know, next day, two days. Two days, yeah. I'll even let y'all use my Prime account. That, that's some a reach. That's a lot. So, yeah, some of y'all, because <laughs> some of y'all some niggas, but some of y'all. Um, I also have a line of merch available mm-hmm. that is... Some pretty dope merch. Yeah. I must say, you know, I have shirts and hoodies with the fat pussy energy. You know, that's what you own. Um, I'll make a poem out of you because I do happen to do that from time to time Mm -hmm. and make a poem Mm -hmm. out of niggas. And, oh, I do have a couple of layer hoodies. So you can go to, again, TanishaBriana.com. And I'll put that in the show notes. Okay. Because it is kind of long. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. So you guys, it'll be a direct link. You can click it. And the website takes you to everything. So you're able to purchase not just books, um, not just the merchandise, but you're also able to get bookmarks, stickers, all kinds of like when I tell you it's a full merch line, it's a full line of merchandise. Like it is amazing. I have um, I don't have the layers hoodie. And I do think that I'm I'm a cop one soon, but I actually have the black woman sweatshirt, which is like my favorite. It's this gorgeous black sweatshirt. I have it in black with this huge, bright yellow piece on the front. It's a, it's literally a, a poem and it's so what, let me t- like, yo, I get so many compliments when I wear the actual sweatshirt. I don't know if it's still up, but I have it. Is. That's I the honey sweatshirt. Okay. I, let me tell you something that is like one of my favorite things to wear not only is it cute but it's comfortable if you guys go on to instagram d-e-m-c-h-a-k-r d-e-m-c-h-a-k-r-a-s i think i spelled that correctly um <laughs> you guys can see the photo i got some straight backs i look real good look real good like go look i look real good um but i have tanisha brie on in here because i i call her t i call her queen so i'm not getting ready to keep referring to this woman as the woman she is y'all know her as y'all know her but this is my my yin so um 
I'm going to refer to her as T. I have T in the building because T, like I, like we stated before, like she stated, um, like she flexed on herself as she should. She's an author. And one thing that she actually taught me to focus more on, even though it was a focus of mine, it's something that I started to take more literal because she is an author. When you talk to authors, you have to be very literal because that is what they do. Like that is their, that is their bag. Um, and certain things that I would say to her, she would have this, this spin on it, like her idea, her approach to the word. And I'm just like, damn, like I never looked at it like that. So I have her in the safe space this week because words mean things. And she tells me that a lot of the time you guys will see on her social media, even in when you see the small excerpts from poems, the way that these poems are structured and broken down is really a true recollection and a true observation that she really knows what the fuck she's talking about when words mean things the wordplay sick as fuck okay like it's so sick um so I have her in the building because I want to talk about not just words meaning things but her and I have this rapport with one another where shit is really literal like this is my friend this is this is like family to me this is somebody that I love things are very literal between us like when we say that shit we mean that shit and I felt like there was no better person who I was aligned with in reference to this frequency that I could have this conversation with so this week we're going to teach y'all asses something um, about the literal term the terminologies that a lot of people use but don't really realize what they're saying and we're just gonna kind of tap in and we're gonna have a conversation so sit back relax get your journal get something to write with listen up listen out calm your mind calm your body calm your spirit and just just vibe with this okay so the first word that I want to talk to you about uh t is the word deliberate which means done consciously and intentionally or engage in a long and careful consideration so my question Mm. for you is before deciding on partnering with someone on a creative project what's your decision making process how do you ensure you're working with like-minded people because mm. when I think of the word deliberate, I think of on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like I did this on purpose. Um, when it comes to collabing with others, um, my biggest thing is, can we just have a conversation? Am I? Are you a person that I feel like I can approach and talk to like a regular human being? If I don't feel like I can get that vibe from you, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be too much any of anything that goes on past that. So it, it starts off with me being able to approach you as a person. So how do you handle the approach? Like when people approach you, like, so one thing that I can say is that I've known T for like two years. We actually had this conversation out there. It was like, damn, yo, we, this shit feels like forever. Uh, when I met T, I met her at a live show event. Like we kind of talked a little bit before the event. Like I had followed her on Instagram, but it was more just like liking photos back and forth, but we didn't really talk until the night of the event. And even at that time, like my approach to her was friendly, like, and we found out that after that, that I was working in a creative space and she also, you know, is working in this creative space and that we wanted to work together. When I approached her, I approached her on business. Like when we decided to work together, I could not just approach her as my friend. I had to approach her as somebody who respects her talent. So when you don't know the person and they're approaching you, how do you, how do you, how would you like for somebody to approach you when it comes to creative business? Because this is this, you have a business. Um. First of all, they have to come with with manners. Mm-hmm. Um, that's for anyone. Period, though. Like even people I know personally, I 
That is my pet peeve. Do not come to me and just start speaking if you not haven't greeted me yet. Like you had to say hello, hi, something. Because I'll stop you in your tracks and be like, look, before you continue, hello, how you doing? I feel my you. name is, That that's one of my biggest pet peeves. Um, so a greeting is always the first thing. And I'm very much a meat and potatoes type of person. Yeah. Please don't drag it out. Please just get to the Say point. Say what you're here for. Yeah. Right. So how do you deal with, let's say, how do you deal with, I don't want to say rejection, but that's really what it is. Like, how do you deal with telling a creative no? Like it when it um, doesn't align with you, how do you go about that? I guess because I'm not afraid of rejection and I welcome it because that is a part of the process. Mm-hmm. You're not going to always get a yes. You're going to hear no's. You probably will hear no more times than you hear yes ever. Yeah. So if I feel like it's a project that's not for me, I'll kindly be like, hey, I don't feel like this is the right project for me to be a part of. You know, I'm going to go ahead and say no to this. But if I know someone that would fit the project better, I might make a suggestion. Okay. I fucks with that. And I'll have to try that because I don't do that. Like, I just, I, you know, I, I do the the first part of what you're saying and basically telling them like hey you know this doesn't work or not that it doesn't work but this just doesn't really align with like my business my brand and things that I have going on or maybe it's a timing thing so I might like offer to reschedule or whatever the case may be but um I never recommend anybody else I'm just like you know good luck with that and I just go on a day so but but I think it also depends on the project or what they're presenting thanks because if they're presenting something I'm going to do my research. I'm going to look over their, you know, their social medias, their Instagram, their Twitters. I'm going to look over their website. I'm going to, you know, do some digging first before I give a concrete answer. Facts. I think that's a huge, that's a great piece of advice. Like, don't rush, don't rush the business deal. Like, if they give you a timeline, they give you a timeline. But if you need more time to consider things, ask for that. The only thing that they can say is no, but again, rejection is a part of life. I think that's a great tip, especially for anybody who's just starting a business or who maybe has never heard that before. Like consideration when you're really trying to consider something, it takes time. So definitely take the time, scope out and do the research before you even approach people or before you make a a stern decision. I know that something that I had to really pay attention to, especially just in this field of work, being a black woman and being a creative is men sometimes as creepy as it sounds because like people will come to you and like want to take photos or like for instance um I just had a guy recently ask me to uh partner with him for his podcast that I guess he's trying to start but he also has kind of like a crush on me which makes me uncomfortable because I want the conversation to always be geared as a conversation amongst peers if you're trying to fuck me you're not my peer you're a nigga trying to fuck me that don't work for me so I could never do business with somebody who autumn when when bringing the idea to me, it wasn't just the business idea. You also threw like the the flattery in it, but not about my work, but about me personally. I didn't like that. So I think that that's great that you said that, like really take time to consider shit. And I took some time to consider that shit. And the answer was no. <laughs> um, so, but you'll get me right. Sometimes a lot of people don't go with their gut feeling. They be like, oh, well, you know, they noticed me. So they're presenting an opportunity, but not yeah. every opportunity is a good opportunity. opportunity is a lucrative opportunity not every opportunity is meant for you and it could be more beneficial for that person 
than it is for you. Because sometimes you got to yeah. sit back and like, okay, if I do this, is this just me doing this off a of GP? And because, mm-hmm. you know, I really like this person's brain. I like their approach. And, you know, this is a freebie. Or <clears throat> is this a moment to where I need to sit back and make them book me for a consultation? Period. That part. Don't be afraid to send somebody an invoice. That's something that you I know that it happens over time, like it's something you have to be comfortable with, but you should always know your worth and you have to understand that your time is money. So I have no problem with doing things pro bono. A lot of podcast episodes that I've done with, you know, like previous podcast collaborations are pro bono, which means that I'm doing them for free. I have a an expertise in something in public speaking, which I charge people for. So for me to to take that and to say, hey, yeah, sure, you know, I'll do this, no problem, either because I really love your piece of work or because, you know, maybe you don't have the budget for that. Don't take advantage of that, though. You know, like every time that you want to do an episode because you find that I'm very versed in something after like the second time, you're going to have to cut me some kind of check, some type of compensation and a retweet or you feel me, a repost ain't that likes don't equal currency over here, baby. So like it, right. it, it don't work that way. And that goes again, like you said, with your approach with, you know, creatives, some people you have that rapport with to where you can, you know, ask them for those type of favors. But like you said, don't take advantage of those moments. Like if somebody throw you a bone, you know, go ahead and roll with it. Be grateful, take it for what it is. But if you want to use their services again, you know, discuss a business deal, discuss what they're willing to allow and what they're willing to I guess, do for you. Yeah. The second word is prayer, which is a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God or an object of worship. Or the second definition was an earnest hope or wish. I first want to say that in nowhere in that definition does it say beg or barter. So it does not say beg or barter. One more time for the people in the back with their headphones up just a little too loud. And nowhere in that definition of prayer does it say beg or barter. My question is, what what does introspection look like for you as someone who is more spiritual than religious? You said introspection? Yeah, like how do you check in with yourself and realize that like, hey, I could use some help from the divine without getting on your knees and that moment being like, God, listen, if you just take this away from me, like I just, I do this, I do. Like, how did you get to a point where you put more, you put more focus in the work that you had to do down here compared mm-hmm. to the amount of work that you were expecting your higher power to just go ahead and hand over to you? Um, So there's actually a Bible quote that I have on my vision board and it says faith without works is dead. Ma'am, can you say can you say it two more times, please? Two more times. <laughs> Faith without works is dead. One more Faith time for the people work. in the back with their headphones just a tad bit too loud. <laughs> what you say? Faith without works is dead. And that's on period pool. Amen. I say period. Listen. Faith without work is dead. Okay, I'm gonna let you speak. But faith, man, yo, listen. We live by it. I swear to God, we live by it. Not your love, <laughs> mine, but. But it's one thing to hope, pray, wish to want something, but it's all about what are you willing to do to work to get what you want? And not just that, but you can't keep asking and trying to manifest all these blessings if you ain't put the blood, sweat, and tears to not only just receive it, but to try and maintain it. That 
fucking parked right there. There is no way in hell. There is nowhere in your hell, this earth, God's heaven, whomever, wherever, that you think that you are going to sit on your ass and ask for something. And when I say ask for something, you could ask for consequence all day long, like a negative consequence. You could ask for punishment all day long. And that shit might just be granted to you just by the way of works. But if mm-hmm. you actually not, but however, if you sit there and you think that a million dollars is just going to fall into your fucking lap and you didn't even go play the lottery, that is the work. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's not, it's not necessarily mm-hmm. saying because people's level of work differs. And I'm so glad that you said that, that people's level of work differs. The amount of work that I have seen T put in behind the scenes, because again, this is my friend, the amount of work that I watched her put in behind both books, because I met her at the, the brink of naked be going out after that publication and seeing even in that work and seeing the trademarks have to come back with approvals and watching her go through this you know almost waiting process just to hear if you know like the paperwork was completed correctly it takes work if you think for a second that you are going to become this millionaire or even this notarized person because a lot of people just looking for fame now if you honestly think that you're going to get famous just by sitting there with your fucking phone in your hand shit's not gonna happen it's not gonna. i'm so glad that you said that it's not gonna happen i literally i watched you grind so fucking hard and i'm here to give my friend her flowers with the pot right here right now how fucking proud i am of you because of how fucking hard you worked i remember when you had just got done with like writing and you were just like I think it's done I think it's done and I'm just like okay well do you know it's done and then you literally <laughs> went back and you was like no I need like five more poems six more poems seven more poems. like you were really like giving it your all and I'm watching <laughs> you work so hard and I'm like yo this shit is going to pay off in the end so fucking monumental it's gonna be to the point where we're gonna sit back and think about just waiting for that fucking email to come back to just say trademark approved and how how much fucking work goes into that you wrote hella poems like in total it's over it's over what 80 poems like combined books it's over 80 poems yeah actually layers is about i want to say over 120 pages i believe do you know which how is twice as long as naked. that's hella words y'all that's hella fu- if you don't go get the book for any other reason my friend okay that's hella you know how many words you gotta know to write that many poems and it's good it's not like she just put a bunch of words together like this woman is talented and skip go get the book go i'm not i'm not here to just you feel me to just pump it i'm here to show you that literally she put the faith in herself she put the faith in her higher power but she did the work the book go get the book go get both books go get both of them both of them tanishabriana.com go get them go get them right the fuck now don't pause this because it's gonna play in the background as long as you got a good phone go get the books go get them i'm not fucking playing with talk about how you was there for the cover man first of all okay right like we're not going to just bypass that shout out to dion okay dc by d marie we just going like listen because it's a gang of bad bitches over here i don't know what y'all doing i don't know what y'all friend group is doing but my friend group is out here getting to the money getting to the bags okay first of all i just want to talk about real quick the weekend the weekend that we had so we had a sheet treat planned and if you guys know you guys know we had a sheet treat plan and then covid hit and then it was like fuck we have to cancel the event but we couldn't just say fuck it with this space because we had put what i think we put a stack down on that space we were supposed to be there for what four days yeah we put a stack down on that space so 
we weren't getting ready to just let this stat go by the wayside. So we like everybody get together for the weekend and we can still get a bunch of creative work done because now it's all this creative energy in the same space. And I don't know if you guys have ever felt that energy, but when you are a black creative amongst other black creatives and they are different in their creative way, like the way that they do things creatively differs from you, the energy is unmatched. So we're in this fucking home, right? We're in Maryland, we're in this home and Dion pulls up and she got hella shit you hear me but T pulls up and she got hella shit too when I say hella shit I'm talking about props right so we sit down at the table Luigi we I call him Luigi Luigi house was lit okay like if we can run it again I'm gonna get it again Luigi house was lit so we're sitting at this dining room table and we're talking and I'm asking her like when you think about the cover of this book what do you think about and she's running off words to me and motherfucking Dion Marie okay motherfucking Dion gets this fucking camera she pulls out these motherfucking props and she set this bad boy up so ma'am we got this black excellence in the building taking these photos she's catching these shots we got BJ in the building catching the behind the scenes we got T embodying you hear me like embodying fucking queen poison herself like she is this 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 mantra of a person like she's laying there and this is her this is just her essence this her space like she's killing this shit right and on the side we got Stephanie, the life architect, embodying the effort. Listen, listen, I'm two, three. Because y'all know Stephanie. I, Stephanie, to me, if you don't know who Stephanie, the life architect is, you got to get with her. But she is like my personal Oprah, but like more integral. Because y'all know I don't really fuck with Oprah. I love Stephanie. Stephanie does things to a way that I can just not, ex- I cannot express. So Stephanie is over here giving the affirmations. You hear, like, she's affirming in a way that I just, I've, I've seen, but we're in this creative space. So you have this woman who is so sick with the wordplay, like she's giving the affirmations and T is receiving them in this space. And then we move to the bathtub. Okay. (laughs) And it just, y'all, they put some leaves and some flowers and some vines around and I've seen people take photos like this, but now D got her ass on the side of this tub. Okay. Danger and all. Cause Ouija had some shit with him. It was all kinds of shit in the bathroom. The, the, the shower curtain itself weighed about four fucking pounds. So we had to move the shower. We literally moved this man's entire fucking home around and bodied these fucking photos you hear me and when I say we because it was a collective effort just in reference to ensuring like T being the model like being the subject to make sure that she was good but I promise you all the praise goes to Dion and T because what they created in that moment created the cover for such a beautiful book and the way that it meshes to get my god my listen my god my god that was that was an amazing weekend and I felt so nervous because that was like one of my I feel my biggest photo shoot mm-hmm. and then you know with so much skin being shown like I was really vulnerable in that moment and to you have were. my tribe there was like super dope and what makes it funny when you look at the cover the person I'm actually looking at when I took that cover photo was Stephanie yeah, yeah. I was looking and smirking at her she let me tell you something that if to experience that amount of energy was electric because so much happened that weekend such amazing episodes were recorded 
I wrote an ebook in 24 hours. You did. And we you took slayed. a semi nude, a fully nude. I had on a blanket photo shoot. My and pearls. to top it, the creme de la creme was this motherfucking cover of this book. Y'all, I'm telling you, I'm t- when I tell you that it was just a weekend to be alive and to be around these people, my father pulled up. It was such a good time. Denny was there, Stephanie's husband. Like, yo, it was such, I cannot wait to do it again. I can't wait to do it in a bigger space. I can't wait to be working on bigger projects with you guys. Like that shit, yo, that weekend was beautiful and if you don't know what the cover of the book looks like you can always go to t's instagram and see it but to have it in person is something totally different like it literally the cover the cover does the book the amount of justice that it deserves like it it just it flows so freely from the cover from the front cover to the back cover it is literally such a joy and a gem to read so many so many like punchlines so many heavy hitters but then there's lighthearted poems like i'm not giving none of this away for the free go get the book. Like it's such a good time. You can catch snippets of it on T's Instagram, but go get the book. I'm telling you, it's meant for your libraries. It's meant for you to read as a young black woman, as a young black man. It is a good read. It is a very good read. I'm not limiting it to just black people, but this is our diaspora. This is our tribe. Y'all need that book in your life. Y'all need it. Like you need it. The last word. Of course, the last word that I wanted to talk to you about, because I value you so much, is the word friend. And it's a person whom one knows and with one has a bond of mutual affection, typically exclusive of sexual or family relations. So basically what that means is genuinely your friend, like ain't nobody bumping coochies, ain't nobody sleeping with each other on the side. Like it's literally a genuine friendship and it's built on you know like you know like interests we are a lot alike you know with just the way that we think um this is my friend like this is my my friend and I wanted to ask you because I'm interested to know and I'll even share with you if you're curious to know when did you know that I was a good friend I knew you were a good friend I would say at the live show really mm-hmm because I saw for the the mutual person that we met through yeah. how attentive and um, how much you were willing to help out and just be of service. Yeah. And you don't find that in a lot of people. And then just to see how you know you were engaging with others and certain people just have a natural glow. They have, you know, this this kindness to him that you just see off the rip. And when I met you, it was just that connection for mm-hmm. me. Because like when cry, I met you, you were, <laughs> so when I met you, you know, you came up to me, you smiled, you hugged me, and it felt genuine. It didn't feel fake. And then every moment after that, when I saw you, it was that same encounter, if not a deeper bond. Yeah. So and then not, not just that, but it was a moment, to, you know, we had difficulty with, you know, a mutual party. And the moment I defended you, yo, that's when I truly knew. That is, that's what solidified. I was like, yo, she's not going anywhere. Like, this is my forever friend. I think the night of the live show, I knew that you were, you were a good person. And I knew that going forward, I would love to converse with you more. And I would love to be, because I found out that you live so close. I'm like, like, yo, she up the street. When you live in the DMV, 
DC and Virginia are up the street. Like they just up the street. Moco <laughs> is up to Montgomery County up the street. Um, so when I found out that you weren't, you know, you didn't have to travel for the event like many of the other people, I'm like, yo, she really up the street. I'm like, oh, this is getting ready to be somebody that because Kier, my best friend Kiara was with me as well. Uh, I was just like, Kiara was even telling me, she like, yo, we could really like brunch with her. I'm like, yo, we could brunch with her. Like, that's and something. I love brunch. I you do. know, but I knew for a fact, like, like you said, in that moment when when that situation happened, the minute that you came to bat for me, I'm like, yo, like I literally, I had a moment and I'm trying to hold back tears now when I think about it, because I am such a hard person. I have a heart on, and I believe that I don't need anybody else to defend me because I got this shit. Like I'm so much of a trill ass nigga that I'll do this shit on my own. And T legitimately came to me and was like, but you don't have to. And that shit did something to me because it wasn't even necessarily that she had to say those words, but you shouldn't have to. She showed me that I did not have to. She, she legitimately showed me in that moment that I did not, if I had not said another fucking word, the situation was handled. And I have the utmost respect for you because of the way that you literally was like, don't worry about that shit. Like, don't worry, like, this shit, this shit is going to be my new after all of this, we're going to go through it, we're going to go through the storm together, you feel me, like, it's something that you're going to have to heal from, I'm right here with you every step of the way, clearly, I wasn't alone, because you had had, you know, this, not to the severity, but you still had a very intimate situation that happened, that really, like, fucked with you too like integrity is a huge fucking thing and I've never once had to question you and that shit is something that you really you don't see in complete and total strangers I met T on the internet like T has I have been on vacation with T and when I say vacation it was like a business trip almost but like we slept in the same room we slept in the same bed we have shared moments together she's seen my titty like it's we are friends, okay? Like, we are friends. She has helped put my necklaces on. We have intimate conversations with one another. We can have deep moments. I can ask her questions and not feel judged. And I'm talking about, like, personal questions, like, things that maybe I reacted a certain type of way to because she is, she's a trill-ass nigga, too, but she's more patient than I am. Like, my patience is is there, but it's thin. Like, I'm gonna cuss you the fuck out maybe, like, 30 seconds in she gonna give you a minute like I I don't have the level of because she will say like yo this shit ain't worth it like she literally will save her words I am the type of like she literally could like get you together in like two words I could get you together in two words too but I want to give you these 200 cuss words like I want you to know how you got me fucked up and I'm gonna use every fuck in the middle of telling me telling you that you got me fucked up her situation is you got me fucked up and she just gonna walk away you got me fucked up don't say nothing afterwards because she gonna turn the fuck around and knock the table over. But T yeah. is the type of person where you're lucky that the table is still sitting here because had I had knocked the shit over, it would have been an issue. So take me telling you that you got me fucked up. Take that at its word. Take it at face value because if I have to come the fuck across this table, it's gonna be an issue. And I've seen it. I've seen it, y'all. So I want y'all to know that when she say the shit, she mean the shit. Words mean things. So when she tell you <laughs> when you got her fucked up, you got her fucked up. It is something that you actually taught me and it kind of like reinforced how I act and react to things. 
is um I want to say it's one of your affirmation cards where it said I'm heard at the octave I'm at. Mm-hmm. And because you know me, I don't tend to be rah rah all the time. Right. Like I have my my moments when I am rah rah and I'm extra loud, but I'm usually like the chill cool breeze. Mm-hmm. But I let it be known, although I am a cool breeze, a hurricane can happen at any moment. At any fuck, but I knock all the shit over. I swear to God, she is literally the embodiment of like incense and a spiritual bath and Newport one hundreds and a Colt forty. Like she really like will get nah, you the black fuck together. Yeah, listen, she will get you the fuck together <laughs> because I watched her. She literally, this somebody somebody had typed something to her in all caps, right? And mind you, this is through text message. She literally responded without all caps. And I could tell that the energy of the way that she sent it was, I'm not getting ready to raise my motherfucking voice with you. But I don't know who the fuck you capitalizing your letters at. Like, she did not have to say much. The, the sentence was so short. It was this long ass paragraph. And the teased explanation was maybe like two sentences. But those two sentences had so much. Who the fuck are you talking to behind it? And then the thing that I can appreciate is that after that, it was just like, be blessed, beloved. And she just went about my fucking day. I said, listen, 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 I fuck with her. I fuck with her. I knew that I fuck with her, but I fuck with her. If I got to pull up on a nigga, I'm going to call T. I'm going to call her. I, the Kiara is already in the passenger seat, but T might have had already been in the trunk. Like she just ready to pop out on a nigga. Y'all know how the Asian man popped out the trunk or fucking, uh, fucking hey, no. with the fucking crowbar was right handle niggas. That's T. She she real quiet, but when she pop the fuck out, is is a rat. It's a fucking rat. Because at the end of the but day, I'm not gonna let someone that. interrupt my peace. Period. I work too hard to be as peaceful as I am. I work Period. entirely too hard, and to have somebody come and disrupt that—that's that's way too expensive. That's that's like mm. you costing me money. Mm. It's way too expensive, ma'am. Ma'am, no. it's way too yeah, expensive. Like big work. Now you fucking with my money. Uh-uh. My my piece is the same as my money. You Girl, fucking with that? Bro. We got a problem. Listen. Listen. Yo. Child, hold on. Give me a second. <laughs> Listen. It's too expensive out here, okay? It's too some of y'all cheap. It's too expensive. Um, I had a bonus word. And I wanted to ask you because you do have you have two wonderful books out. How did you know when layers was perfect? The last word is success. And success is the condition, state, or quality of being free or as free as possible from all flaws or defects. How did you decide that layers was perfect? That's, it's something you really can't put into the words. It's more of a feeling. Okay. And I, and I was like that with both naked and layers to where I wrote and wrote and wrote. And I just got this feeling. I was like, this feels done. Like, there's no more I can add to this because anything else I add to this will feel forced. I remember you saying that. Yeah, it's, it's more so of a feeling. Like, once I added the last poem to it and I looked at how the book flowed and it flowed the way I wanted it to, I said, yeah, this is it. Like, I don't need to add anything else to this. Like, anything else has to go on the next next project. The and that's how part. layers started. Like layers started immediately after naked, because oh, I once thought you were saying like next project, like you were something. I don't know. You see, your friends be high as shit from you. <laughs> I mean, I, I I'm working on other projects, but 
those are still in the the mapping out stage. Yeah. So, but yeah, like layers, like I immediately started writing that after Naked. So Naked took about two years to write, two to three years, and layers took two years to write. Good things take time, y'all. Good things take time. Please don't rush your creative process. Take time with it. Really dig deep and delve and play around with it. When it's perfect, it'll be perfect. When it's perfect, it'll be perfect. When it's perfect, it'll be perfect. Now, before let's take out that word perfect because okay, okay, so stuck on the word perfection that they be missing out on what's already good. Facts. You kind of have to just trust yourself. I know that sounds hard. Trusting yourself and trusting the process, it it, it beats your ass. I know it. It's my ass plenty of times. But you kind of just have to start and just let it take its course. Like where you start is not going to always be where you think you're going to end up. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to learn that. Yes. That is so true. Yeah. You just got to start. You got to start. Get go, go do something with your damn self. Go right now. Don't turn this off, but go. The fuck? Um, <laughs> so before we get out of here, um, I have a segment called Roll One Up, Pour One Out, Pour One Up, which is either somebody who had you fucked up this week or a situation that just had you fucked up and you're just like, listen, I need to go smoke something. Pour One Out is paying homage to somebody or, you know, maybe somebody just needs some added love. Think of like a prayer list. And then pour one up is like a libation, like something that you want to big up and you just like you're super proud of or somebody that you're super proud of. And you just kind of want to publicly share that. So you need to roll one up, pour one out or pour one up this week. I'm going to go with pour one up. Okay. So not only am I proud of where I've gone on this journey thus far, Mm -hmm. but I'm proud of my tribe. Because watching one of them in their own journeys from when I met them to where we are now, it's beyond amazing. Yeah. It's beyond amazing. Like, when I say I know some superhumans, mm-hmm. like, I be sitting there and I just be watching and I be like, okay, so how are you about to make this work? Yeah, and then know. when I see the whole process from beginning to end, I was like, so how do we get from here to here? Mm-hmm. because that in between I didn't see that coming and I could literally watch them go through the process and see the end result and be like damn like I wouldn't have saw that coming like I fucks with it like I fucks with it. I love that shit and like I said there's so many amazing people that I know that just do wonderful things like Stephanie and Dion and BJ and mm-hmm. you and my friend Jared who's who's working on his photography now and I'm just sitting here like, I'm just in awe. Yeah. Because like, like I said, you all are such amazing people and seeing your journeys and from beginning to end, I love it. I love because- it. And I'm so glad that you said that. I love it. And I love to hear that. I love to hear when a person is proud of the people around them. Jealousy and competition has become such a highlighted thing. So to hear somebody say that they are proud of the people that are around them and the people that they love, because I'm noticing that as well, that a lot of like competition and jealousy is within people's own circle. So to hear that, that genuine support, to hear that come from somebody who I know is a genuine person, that is so fucking refreshing to hear. It's so refreshing to hear. 
Like I said, I love it because it, it's not just watching their journeys, but it's motivation to me. Like, mm-hmm. low-key, y'all are, like, the fit to my own ass. Yeah. Because I'd be watching, I'd be like, damn, like, that's really cool. Like, mm-hmm. am I doing enough? Do I need to work on yep. something else? Do I need yep. to try to figure this marketing thing out and push something else? Like, mm-hmm. what that's do I need right. to do? And I'd be sitting there, I'd be like, my hands are idle. Like, I need to work on something. I need to do something. That part, that fucking part, yo. that part, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that we, we do that a lot. Like we'll see one of us doing something and we'd be like, let me, go to, let me go look at this website real quick and make sure all this shit look right. Like, you feel me? Like, yeah, I'm resting, but they, they over there. Like, let me, let me just make sure my shit is in order. Cause I listen T it's times where T will be post. I'm like, let me go check on some shit and make sure that my shit is in order. Cause she is over here working on this first million and i'm just like all right let me let me go put some butter or something together let me figure the fuck is going on girl with your with your skincare line i'd be sitting there i'll be like <laughs> okay let me go put something right quick <laughs> let me go take a quick photo <laughs> let me make sure i tag her Right. Let me do something. Let me do something. Now, before we get up out of here, I love affirmations. Y'all know that that's my thing. You guys know that you can purchase my affirmation cards at dimshakwas.com. But the thing that I really want to start doing on this podcast is incorporating affirmations for the listeners to have and to hear and to be able to use and to resonate that comes from somebody who is already in a position in which this affirmation reigns true. So somebody who has made this a a way of living this is literally like a a lifestyle for them to be able to gift that same type of energy through these words to somebody else so do you have an affirmation to share with the people so that they're able to just kind of hone in and to use that i have two okay one is um what you do today is going to be a reflection of what happens next year there you go I love, I love that. I love that. And then the second one is to be kind to yourself. Oh my God. Listen, grant yourself some grace. I'm going to put these affirmations in the show notes and I'm also going to post them on Instagram at Dem Chakras, D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S so that you guys have them. Save them as the background on your phone. Save them so that you can always refer back to them. Save them, save them, save them and use them. Affirmations are life changing. You hear me? They are like T and I honestly, and I can say this confidently, like I don't speak for her ever, but I can speak for her and say that affirmations have been literally what has saved us a lot of the time in these creative processes, because you will lose your fucking mind trying to do this. Like we work a nine to five and then come home and to work on everything else that it is that we're doing without affirmations, we would be drinking way more than we already do. (laughs) I lied to you now. Like I don't know. You're not kidding. It's, it's it can be a lot. It can take a toll. It can be overwhelming real quick. Real quick. Real fucking quick. Before we get up out of here, beautiful, where can the people find you? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Queen Poison. That is Q U E E N underscore P zero I I S zero N. Um, go ahead and shoot me a DM. You no, know, I talk back. You know, just talk to me. I don't bite. Just, you know. just make sure you greet me first. Listen, That's all I right. Watch yes. your mouth. Mind your manners. Listen, and what is your website? One more time for the people who are more auditory than they are visual. 
It is TanishaBriana.com. And I will spell that out for you guys. It'll actually be a link so that you guys can just directly cl- click it. But for those people who are more auditory, it is TanishaBriana.com. Family, you know that you can find me on Instagram each and every weekday at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. You know that you can follow me over there on Twitter where you receive way more ratchet than you ever would righteous at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S. You know that you can find everything that I'm working on at D-E-M-C-H-A-K-R-A-S.com. And family, if nobody has told you today, please let me be the first to say that I like you and I love you. Love you, friend. Thank you for coming and just occupying this safe space with me. I love you. I love the space that you hold in my life and the fact is that you matter so much to me. And family, we collectively will see y'all again, but I will see y'all in two weeks. Woo! Ciao. I love you all. <laughs>